Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, hey, welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, I'm Carista. And today we want to talk about selfishness. Selfishness. (laughs) I'm so selfish. So what does it mean to be selfish, right? Let's let's first, can we define that? (laughs) So, you know what's funny is to me, (laughs) you know what's funny? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Aha. A very serious stance, like, ha, that's hilarious. No, I don't feel like we have like, a true definition of selfish. I think there's the man-made definition of selfish, right? Like I think I think we we have an actual in the dictionary definition of the word selfish, right? Really? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Full sarcasm. <laughs> Shit. And so <laughs> fucking Google it. Is that what you want? I've got no. it. I've got it. I Googled it. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Read, read, roll that beautiful bean footage. Read, read that definition. <laughs> All right. So from Oxford, dish, dish, dish. Uh, we're full sickles. of loopers. Don't mind us. We're full of them. Just, they're just rolling off the tongue lately. So Oxford dictionary, selfish definition. Oh, that's a lot of shishish. That's selfish. Give me some shelf. So to be selfish is lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Hmm. So in our day-to-day, you know, what can be perceived as selfish that may not be selfish? What have we created as a definition of selfish and how it has now impacted those into feeling guilt towards doing something that others could based on their upbringing, their own definition, their own perception of what it is that you're doing that is perceived as being selfish, even though it is self-care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so personally, this is something that I've struggled with because, well, I, I have considered that selfishness is putting yourself first above all others. And now I am in the flexing state of learning that that's actually how we take care of others is taking care of ourselves first. Right. But again, that from another perspective, 
an outsider's perspective can be taken as, well, you don't give two shits about me. And then is that person being selfish? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So for me, I think that I, especially since going through what I went through, right. Starting back in last September. Oh my gosh. Almost a year from now. Mm -hmm. And since, you know, we're going to call it the vid since that all started, right. (laughs) Being a little cordial about that, considering we don't want to get, you know, I think it's so stupid. I just think it's the dumbest thing in the world that you can't talk about a, a worldwide issue without being concerned of being banned. I know. Like what, what happened to freedom of speech? (laughs) Anyways, I digress. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, we can go off on a whole different topic Mm -hmm. about that. (laughs) My bad. So, but I think that for the most part, whenever somebody says, oh, you're being selfish, Shira, say that 10 times fast, selfish Shira. (laughs) I'm like, am I? Like, this is is something that I have actively decided that I need to start taking better care of myself, which means I need to put up healthy boundaries of things that are being asked of me, of the amount of time that I'm spending away from taking care of myself and doing other people's activities that make them happy, that don't make me happy, or that I just feel some kind of a, you know, disconnect from. I heard somebody say, if you wake up every morning and the first thing that comes to your head about whatever it is that you have to do that day, be it going to work, taking care of something, whatever. You wake up every morning and you have this like undeniable distress towards it or angst towards it or anxiety towards it or anger towards it, then it's not in really your best interest to be doing it. Now, whether or not it serves you a purpose and you could find a way to look at it and say that, yes, I'm going to find some form of gratitude and positivity towards that thing that I'm doing because it does serve a purpose right for this moment. But if it's like a consistent every single day thing that you're doing towards that activity or thing or job or whatever, and you, then you should know at that point, I say you should know, like it takes work to get to that, but it's a sign that you're in something that is not in an alignment with you anymore. doesn't mean it wasn't there at one point. It just means that maybe it's not anymore. There's a lot of things I'm not in alignment with, right? Like going out all the time. I used to do that. I used to party my ass off. I started realizing that why I was doing it was to block things from what I needed to face, was to block having alone time with myself and taking care of myself. I wasn't ready to do any of those things, right? So there were people in my life when I stopped, when I started pulling way back on doing those things that might've thought, oh, she's just in a relationship now and that's why she doesn't do that or like whatever. But it had nothing to do with that because shit, my husband's just as much of a partier as I was, right? 
So it had nothing to do with that. It was the fact that I need to take care of myself. Is that being selfish because I didn't want to see my friends? No, it's not that I didn't want to see you. It was just I didn't feel aligned to going out and drinking all the time anymore. It was harming my body. It was causing a lot of discomfort. I started becoming more into alignment with taking care of this body, taking care of this mental state, working on the shit that I had been blocking for so long. Now, is that selfish? You can perceive it that way. But then that's that person's perspective that they need to work on as to why they're reflecting that out, out towards me. I'm doing what's best for me. If we just lose the HF at the end, right? We get <laughs> self is. Ooh. I love it when you do that. I don't know. I'm just, uh, it's great. <laughs> but I, I did write down a quick little note before we started this. I said, finding alignment, right? Mm what makes you happy? Yeah. What feels right? So when something feels misaligned, you know, the, the, you get these indicators in your body. Like uh, you just feel like this, this little pause. It's like, hold up. Like, I'm not ready to commit to that yet. There's a reason. I don't know yet. I can't tell you why. I just know something in me is saying, hold up, feel it out, think it out and then respond. And if something doesn't feel right, pay attention to that. And this thought popped in my head while you were talking about that. There have been times where I have said, say like we're making a plan. Oh, this is the best. When you make a plan to do something, at the time that you initiate the plan or the conversation in which you're going to do it, right? And you're feeling that's it. Yeah, that's a great plan. I'm all about it. Let's do it. And that plan's like two weeks out. And then you get to that day and maybe it's not for you at that point in time now and that space. And you're like, oh my God, I can't do this today. I don't want to do this today, but I've made the plan and I've made the commitment and now I'm obligated. And you're just like right there in that exact second, you're creating this space. Now, I will say this. There have been days that I've done that where I'm like, oh, no, not today. This is not, I forgot I had to do this. I forgot I made this commitment. I no longer want to do this. I'm like, you know what? I, I feel, I feel bad, right? I say things like that. I feel so bad. I don't want to be, I don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. Mm-hmm. Completely dismissing my own. Mm-hmm. And there have been times that I've gone ahead with those plans and I end up having a great fucking time and, you know, it is what it is. But then there's also moments in those exchanges where I've also felt I'm there, I'm in that space. And now all of a sudden I'm faking every minute and ounce of being there. Oh, that's so draining. It is. It and is. then you're not refilling your cup, which was the original, you know, and, and a side effect of the original plan that you may no longer feel aligned to. Yeah. So how do you get out of it? How do you come back into alignment with yourself and you stand up for yourself and you're just honest with yourself and the people that you're in, you're exchanging those things with? Well, I I think for one is when you get that uncomfortable feeling is really give yourself the space to feel the discomfort so that you can feel out the root of the issue. 
So is it, I'm drained. I haven't been able to do my own self-care. I feel like I don't have anything left to give. I know this, you know, experience is going to be X, Y, and Z, and it's going to require this of me. Or is it, I'm just feeling lazy. I wish they would just come over here instead, you know, or is there an opportunity, even though I don't want to do it, do I see an opportunity where I'm going to be elevated by this experience? For example, sometimes you and I, Shira, after a long day, we are like, God, I don't feel like doing a recording today. I am exhausted. I'm feeling kind of low, but you know, the other day I, I didn't want to do it because of all of my, you know, family health stuff that, that I've been, you know, helping with, but I knew that even though in that moment I was tired, I knew that I was going to feel better by the end of it. Maybe not great. Maybe not completely filled up to the brim of my cup, but I'm going to feel a little lighter walking away after our meeting. So reviewing that is, do you see any opportunity for that? And are you open to it? Yeah, that's important too, because that goes back to that point of, I'm going to make a decision I'm going to make this plan. I'm going to do this plan. I'm, you know, fast forward to the actual day of the plan. Oh crap. I don't really want to do this. If there is that position within yourself, if you've taken a look at the situation, if you take a look at the moment that you're in and you've said, which takes self-discovery, it takes simply starting that entire thing that you and I have always talked about, which is starting to just ask the questions to yourself, right? So one of the best ways to start your own personal self-discovery is asking yourself questions. What are the answers that come to your head, right? Um, what, what feels, what feels good, what feels best for you? Um, but asking yourself that question, will I feel better afterwards? Is there a possibility? Is there a possibility? Is there a reality where I will feel better at the end of it? And sometimes you can just be stuck in the moment, stuck in the ick, right? And you're just like, okay, no, seriously doubt it. I'm going to get there. I'm going to fake my way through this entire freaking thing. And I'm going to come home and probably be more exhausted. I don't want to do this at all. Great. You should probably call your friends and say, hey, I'm not in a great headspace today. If we hang out, I understand that I'm going to, you know, this might be upsetting that I'm canceling on you at the last minute. However, I think it's for the greatest good of not only myself, but our relationship that we don't hang out today that we don't move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that, you know, maybe it's also good that the people that you're hanging out with at that point, they're, you're trying to actually get through the egg and you feel that this is a helpful stepping stool for that. that you also be very clear and honest with the people you're hanging out with and just simply say, Hey, I'm not in the greatest of headspaces today, but I want to try to be better. And I'm hoping that today is going to just brighten up my day. You never know the person you're interacting with at that point is like, all right, let's do this shit. We're about to have some fun, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it could change the whole th outcome. I don't want to be that friend towards my friends where I'm hanging out and I'm not in a good head place and I'm pretending like I am. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not good at pretending. I, I wear my shit on my face. So like, it's hard to like do that anyway for me personally. But like for those that are good at that and good at hiding that, it's not good for you. Your body's reacting to it no matter what. You could probably Absolutely. eat the same thing at dinner that night and be like, oh God, I feel sick to my stomach. Your body's like, hey girl, that's because you're lying your ass off and you're not feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go address some shit. <laughs> you need to go address some shit. Right. Your body's going to tell you. So, or your friend's going to take away that moment and be like, something off? We'll use me as an example, right? Something off about Shira today? Yeah, she wasn't as like, I don't know. You know, like mm-hmm. now, now your friend's questioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that brings a important light to the topic is that communicating the space that you're in. Yay. You know, you don't know, A, where the other person is at, or B, if there's the possibility that it can be, uh, your state of mind can be supported, you know, with the other person. So I think communicating where you're at and being vulnerable, having courage to be vulnerable creates a stronger bond and creates an opportunity for growth on both sides of the fence. Yeah, 100%. And I liked it. You know, you touched on something that we were talking about alignment and and being in alignment. I was having this conversation earlier with my husband and someone that comes and and helps us with our some of our equipment in our backyard and uh, we're looking at redesigning that pool thank you abundance we appreciate and are very grateful for you but you know that was kind of a, a conversation we just got into, into this deep dive about you know what this you know doesn't feel right for me anymore i don't i want to do what makes me happy and I don't care if I look selfish was part of that conversation. It's no longer in my alignment to continue down the path that I'm on. And I'm just like, yes, man, that can be a really tough thing, you know, especially when it's your form of income, right? You're, you're in a sense for some stability, throwing that a little bit to the wind and being like, well, I choose Joy and happiness versus money, money in the bank, you know, and not saying that you have to compromise that, but saying that there might be a shift in that stability in that time frame of shifting like that person's career. Yeah. And, and that, that again can be very scary and a scary conversation. If you have a spouse that you're, you know, in a partnership with coming together to both be okay with that. That's a scary move, but that's also incredibly exciting. Dude, I was so excited with this person even having this conversation. I I recall, you know, because it just happened this morning, but I, I literally recall clapping while this person was talking. <laughs> it was just like, yes, get it, you know? And one of the things that did get, you know, while you're talking about that, you know, how it can be scary and stuff, because- it's so enlightening to watch somebody else do that, mm-hmm. to watch somebody else to say, F it, I'm, I'm on my way to making myself happy. I'm just starting now, which is exactly what you and I decided to do when we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and so 
it was interesting to watch because I did ask some questions like, oh, this is so fascinating to watch somebody else do this, right? And I'm like, so what what do you think kind of stopped you from doing this before? Like what made you just kind of snap and snap, I was going to say snap into a Slim Jim. I'm so old. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you just snap into the Slim Jim, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and it was kind of uh, money was brought up, right? Financial stability to do it. But the comment that this person had said was very much, I don't care. I don't care if it breaks me. If I, if I go to my grave being broke, don't care. I want to do what makes me happy. It was like watching somebody being fearful of something, completely removing the fear. And I said to, I said to this person, I said, isn't it amazing what you're capable of when you completely remove the fear of the thing that you're capable of doing? It was just like these head nods around the room of us talking like, yeah. I'm like, God, that's fascinating. Man, I still work on that. Fear really keeps us in our place, doesn't it? It does. It just locks us up in every little corner. Shithead fear. Stupid fear. Stupid fear. You're dumb. Stupid taught fear. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And and I mean, that is something that we were taught, right? Like, at least at the beginning of our lives, you know, that, that has since transitioned greatly in the, in the past couple of decades, but you know, I remember being taught that ideally you get one good job and you work there until you die or pension mm. <laughs> until mm. retirement, which I remember first. Right. And you know, the company would take care of you. And, and I'm recalling from my grandfather's, you know, stories of when he worked at a, I think it was a Coca-Cola bottle factory, but that was the ideal, right? back in what is 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s. And that's no longer the case now. If you stay at a job for what, 10 years? That's some tenure, right? (laughs) I stayed at a job for 10 years and everyone's like, wow, 10 years. Now, of course, the job that I'm at right now, everyone's like 25 years retiring Mm -hmm. at the age Mm -hmm. of like 50. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, okay. Hey, some you companies know. are awesome like that and, and are able to do that. True. True, true. And they, they had a lot of, you know, work that they did to get themselves to that point. So kudos, kudos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but I remember that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's more about like, so in that era, in that time frame, it felt like it was more about, okay, that's a means to an end. You end your work day, you go home, you take care of your family. It wasn't, I don't think a lot of overtime or working past 40 hours a week. That's changed, you know, as in the seventies, eighties, nineties, you're expected to work 50, 60, 70 hours a week. No overtime. You don't get paid double or time and a half. You just have low salary. Yeah. yeah. Versus (laughs) hourly. Exactly. In this state, especially. (laughs) And now, you know, I think it's really incredible watching some of the younger generation doing this and even, you know, our generation and a few older generation too, really just taking into consideration the joy that they get out of doing what they do and deciding to just change directions completely or, or not compromising their joy 
for a job. You know, if they're not happy, they're like, okay, well, screw it. I, I'm going to go find the next one. Like that, that just blows my mind. <laughs> Isn't that great though? Like, and we were so taught and, and this is like at no fault. This is just like years and decades and decades of being taught this, that this is what you're supposed to do. I remember when I had told somebody what you and I were doing and I, and I was like, you know, someday, you know, I'm going to retire doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, but just, that's great. I think it's great what you're doing. Just don't quit your day job. Make sure you keep that nine to five or you should like, definitely you understand I don't work nine to five. Right. <laughs> you should definitely learn how to be more professional if you want this to be, you know, a stronger company. I'm like, mm. but we're modeling this after what makes us joyful and what brings us mm. joy and growth and authenticity. I'm not going to conform to your expectations or definition of what professional is. I don't need to copy somebody else and how I sound and what I look like in order to be successful. My success comes from within and always will be this beautifully constructed figure of a woman. You're welcome. I love it. <laughs> yes, I remember that feedback. I didn't take it personally at all. Nah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it just points to the, the patterns that people are taught, the limitations that are people are taught, right? We're, we're not setting those limitations for ourselves to have, no. have that expectation to be this news anchor on our podcast. We don't want to be like everybody else. We like who we are. <laughs> the, the, we came here to experience individuality without judgment without fear of judgment, without fear of just living our lives and who we are, we're coming back into the realization of doing that. And it's taking a lot of people to go through some turmoil and reckoning to understand that this is where we're headed. And that's a tough, that's a tough thing to do, but mm -hmm. you're going to feel so freaking great when you start realizing what you're aligned with. And I'm not saying I know everything that I'm aligned to because I'm still discovering that and that's the beauty of it. And I'm just looking at it from that per perception, mm -hmm. per from that perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing, ooh, I'm choosing to look at it from that perspective, saying that, you know what, I'm going through some shit to discover who I am and what I want and make what makes me feel good. And I'm choosing to perceive it as something extremely exciting. So I know that when we start to set boundaries and mm. start to put ourselves you know, first, I'm not saying the center of the universe, right? <laughs> but right. We don't our center, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's our center, not saying that everything revolves around us, but that to, to enjoy this life, to feel energized to maintain that vital cheese, you know, connection with source. Sometimes, many times we need to put ourselves in the center of the picture to make sure that, you know, we're doing our things to elevate ourselves so that that can radiate outwards. So when we set those boundaries, right. And we, 
acknowledge with somebody who may not understand or may perceive our choices or actions or statements as self-centered or selfish, you know, that person is maybe expressing a little judgment. So my, my question to you is, do you feel like that, that reaction from that person is out of a place of lack and fear, maybe lacking of their own experiences of being able to put themselves first and take care of themselves or, you know, like, so looking at it from that perspective, okay, maybe when you're receiving that judgment, all right, I understand that that person may not understand how to take care of themselves first. And they may be perceiving my needing, excuse me, needing to take care of myself first as being selfish. So maybe even encouraging them, Hey, maybe you could practice a little self-care too, but also remembering not to allow yourself to attach to that judgment. Yeah. Just let that, let that statement of judgment just float on by and be like, okay, (laughs) I see you're lacking. I love you. Mm. And I'm going to love myself. I understand it. And I understand that you may have some fear towards the way somebody could become successful without meeting a certain type of stereotype. You know, I just thought of um, going back to the, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. During that time frame, you know, women were meant to stay at home. Sorry if that triggered you. But but the woman being at home uh, was kind of the role that was the, the pattern at that time. And in that, I, in not ideal, in that time frame, it was about the woman taking care of the house, taking care of the family, taking care of the food. And it was never about the woman taking care of herself. It was everything else needed to be handled. Mm. And now, you know, we're, we're learning how to start taking care of ourselves and teaching autonomy to those to take care of the house as well, not just on our own as women, but shared responsibility with, you know, the other members in the household. But that idea of selflessness, we're learning to integrate that as part of our self-care. So my selflessness of being able to care for people around me starts with me being able to take care of myself first. I am more energized. I am more aware. I am more open to assisting and to supporting other people if I support myself first. And it's great to be in service for others. It's fantastic. But if you are not taking care of yourself and every single ounce of your being is just in service of others, there's resentment. That there's builds. resentment. 
Right. <laughs> and now you're in an obligatory state, right? I don't know if I made that word up, but it sounds obligatory. Yeah. Obligatory. <laughs> Thank you. So now you're in that state. Gosh, you know, me and words. No, no, I just, no, no. This is just all about growth. This is always a yeah. learning process. Yeah. Yeah. Just, mm, such a- English. Still English. learning. Deal with it. Um, so <laughs> channeling my inner Jim Gaffigan. Sorry. So I think that like for somebody to say to you, which I've been told this, I've I've actually been told this when I finally had some time to myself and decided that I wanted to just be within, right? Just take a, take a moment to go do my own thing or whatever. I've been told that I was being selfish and I was like, how the fuck am I being selfish right now? I'm like, I'm always doing this stuff for you guys. Like, and, and that immediate response, looking back at it now, my immediate response wasn't to go back and say to that person, because, you know, when you do decide to make that switch, and if you are somebody that has been nothing but selfless, nothing but giving towards others, nothing but taking care of others, and you step back from them for the first time. Or start setting boundaries. Or start setting those personal boundaries for yourself they're going to come at you if they're not in that state of understanding. Right. And that's because they need to relearn the pattern too. Exactly. But there needs to be some preparedness that you're going to get a little backlash and the understanding has to be that, look, I'm, I'm, I love you. I just can't do this all the time or I care for you. I just can't do this all the time. Or I need to make. I love you and I love myself. And I love myself too. And that should be 100% okay with you. And I'm not right. choosing one over the other. I'm choosing to love myself Ouch. so I can continue to share my love with you and show that. Right. Speaking of self-care. I'm going to self-care my way into a new desk. It doesn't have a lip that I hit my knee on every time we're talking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if you just heard that and the ouch, that's what that was. Little boop of the knee. Dude, so many bruises on this knee. Anyway, yes, agreed. And I, I think that one of the best things I ever did was honestly say, no. I don't, I don't feel good about any of that. I'm, I'm going to take care of myself now. And it took a minute in our, in my relationship who I know will listen to this. Love that man. It took a minute for us to feel comfortable with announcing what it is that we wanted when we needed space. Oh Lord, man. It, why is that so uncomfortable? Because we were raised to not be selfish and not to focus on our self-care first. Like, and not to disappoint others. And not to disappoint others in the process. And the fact that we still have to feel that it's a disappointment to others to acknowledge that we need our own self-care is a problem in itself and needs to be looked at and discussed. And and everyone needs to just get on the same freaking page. 
Like, <laughs> ideally, yeah. Ideally, hopefully one day, you know, that's why we put it out there in the universe. Universe, listen to this. So yeah, but yeah, that that's it's it's crazy because I struggle with that all the time. You know, because I not that I was necessarily taught this per se, but it's definitely a pattern that I've developed that if I don't take care of everybody else's needs, then I'm disappointing them and I'm letting them down and I am a failure and I am not worth love. They're not going to love me if I don't do what they ask. Or if I say no, or if they're going to leave me. Right. And then that one time you really should just take a moment for yourself and you're like, well, my entire many years of a relationship come crawling down to a complete stop because of this one moment in which I needed to take care of myself. No. Yes. Because you took five minutes of silence. We're leaving your ass at the door. Bye, Felicia. That's the case. They're no longer in alignment with you and say, good luck. That's the case. Oh, well, you know, you can do better. (laughs) You can do better. You can definitely do better. And I've, I've actually had moments where, cause we, we do this thing now where we ask, right? Hey, so, and sometimes you already know the answer for yourself in your own head when you ask this question, but you'll say something like, Hey, babe, do you want to hang out tonight or do you want to kind of just do your own thing? And somewhere in the back of your head, you know the answer. You're either like, oh, I really want him to say yes to hanging out or God, I really just want to just be by myself. And so that's now finally kind of transitioned in my relationship where it's like immediate what's coming to the head, what's needed in that moment mm. is the response that's given or even the suggestion that's offered. So it's mm. more like, babe, tonight I need to be by myself. I want to just sit here, watch my junk television, but I love you. Have fun. You know, like, oh, I love that. And it, but it, it's been a progressive, you know, it's been a progressive, <laughs> I'm not used to it yet. Um, it's been a progressive thing. <laughs> sorry for the listeners for those of you watching us on youtube we are making finger puppets with our camera i highly recommend that you hop on over to our youtube channel love always self same as all of our other platforms is what it's called and take a look and a gander we do some silly shit on camera that you're not seeing on audio Shameless self-promotion. I love See, it. Shameless self-promotion. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, man. Fantastic. All um, right. We're both all all right. <laughs> See, this is us communicating when we're freaking done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's time for some self-care. It's some, some self-care time. <laughs> I got a, oh. I got a about to be renovated swimming pool calling my name. <laughs> man, man, our renovation is moving along, which those that are watching, uh, you can see my bare ass wall. It's, uh, it, it'll get 
some decoration sooner or later, but my office is not high on the totem pole right now, but you can also see this little light fixture. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I do need one. to make sure that yeah, everyone no heard the word it. wall. <laughs> what did you hear instead? <laughs> you have everyone. For those of you watching, you can watch my bare ass. And then I heard wall, but you said it a lot lighter than the rest. <laughs> oh, so like, wait, wait, wait. Go back. There's she no decorations on my wall right now on the W-A-L-L. <laughs> but we do have a ceiling fan in our master bedroom now, which Yay. thank God, maybe I'll be able to sleep tonight. It won't be like 90 degrees in the bedroom. Oh. <laughs> oh. and, and that Texas humidity too. Oh. oh man, and hubby's got a his office all wired up now too. So now maybe he won't have to be in the the dining room doing his meetings and I don't have to sneak around in the kitchen. I can actually do things in our shared space. So <laughs> the tippy towing, I'm opening the fridge now. <laughs> <laughs> No, my brand new fridge does not squeal or creak or anything like that. My refrigerator sounds like a Decepticon. I, I <laughs> shit you not, it's going to turn into a Decepticon and come and attack us. Like, that thing needs to go. It's so bad. <laughs> I've never heard an ice maker. I don't even think industrial ice maker sound as loud as ours does. <laughs> we have to pause movies until it finishes sometimes because it's oh, so gosh. freaking loud. That's with the sound bar. I'm telling you, it's a Decepticon. <laughs> Anyways, we digress. We love you guys so much. Know that when you put yourself first, it is not being selfish. That is just being self is and taking care of self. And that is absolutely acceptable 100%. And we encourage you to do that. Majorly. Love you guys so much. Bye. Later, Gators. Hey, listener, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.